Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin here with you guys. And Jessica, hey, everybody. We're still in August. It's so yes, fun. We are. <laughs> do you like August? Is that like I one do. of your- I do. do like August. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I think because my mom was a teacher for mm-hmm. all growing up. And so back to school time, like I always went in and helped her set up her classroom. Totally. And it was like that special time with my mom. And I can still remember the smells and like just the whole feeling of the classroom and getting that special time with my mom was just really cool. Aww. So I love August for that reason. I love that. And then yeah. I bet it came full circle when you set up your classrooms, your mom came and helped you. Totally did. So did my mom. Yes. That's like one of my favorite things to do. It sounds so strange, but like setting up a classroom. Yeah. There's I love it about it. Yes. And it's like the new and just like so many opportunities and like hope. I don't know. There's some, there's just a yeah. lot of like good feelings around it. Um, and my dad always used to help me paint my classroom. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Pretty cool. And I love painting. Like I, I love, I've painted the whole inside of our house. Like I could, I should have been crafty. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, we're excited about this episode. So last week we talked about 22 questions to ask yourself to thrive this school year. If you haven't listened to that, definitely go back and listen to that episode. You know, we're really talking today too, about kind of who we're being as teachers in our classroom. You know, it's the whole motto that we have at EB academics of be, do thrive, be the teacher you want to be, do great work in the classroom and then thrive both inside, but more importantly, outside of the classroom as a person. Um, so we'd really love for you to go back and listen to last week's episode. And if you aren't subscribed to the podcast, make sure that you subscribe because you'll get a little notification that a new episode episodes come out. We release a new episode every Tuesday. Um, I don't know how to do it on like Spotify, but on iTunes podcasts, whatever on your, uh, what is this called? An iPhone. If you have an yes, iPhone, an iPhone. <laughs> this thing, that's like super important to my life. Um, <laughs> just hit subscribe and then you'll be made aware anytime a new podcast episode is released by us. Um, so today's episode, we're going to be talking all about re-engaging your students through two different things, one through collaboration and two through connection, two mm-hmm. really important aspects of our classrooms that were kind of, you know, inherently put on the way, put to the wayside last year because of the situation that we were in with COVID. Right. But so it's kind of exciting to, I stopped no, you're and like fine. put you on the hook. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of exciting to think about going into this new school year and like, What can we do to just get that spark back for our students, for ourselves? So we're going to give you some actionable ideas and they aren't hard, right? These are very simple ideas actually to get engagement up in your classroom and get your students excited. Yeah. So the first avenue we want to explore here, sorry. I just said, yeah. (laughs) Oh, Oh, just, yeah. Okay. She agrees. (laughs) The first avenue we're going to explore here is through collaboration, right? So we have to think back to last year, as much as we maybe tried to have our students collaborate, even if it was virtually, you know, all working on a Google doc or however we did it, it was still missing, right? That human interaction or even in the classroom with social distancing and all that, it was tough. So this year we might want to consider that our students might be craving that collaboration and we probably missed it too, right? Group work. So we want to look at the activities we have planned for this year and ask ourselves, how can I look at it through the lens of collaboration? So do I have a specific activity I'm going to do with my students those first few days or weeks of the school year? And can I turn it into a game maybe, right? A group of students playing this game, or can the activity just be done with a partner? 
Maybe it's a set of questions that you're going to have your students answer. Why not have them work together, sit in little stations around the room and just discuss if you're going to do something like that, right? Or if you're going to do another one, like a Socratic seminar, consider how can you make your classroom a safe space for discussion? It was so easy on Zoom for a lot of kids to kind of tune out, right? Or not participate, or maybe just put an answer in the chat. But now that they're back in the classroom, it might be intimidating for them to have to be part of a group discussion or working with small groups. So consider how you can make your classroom in an inclusive, safe place where whatever they share is appreciated and welcome. But they are craving it. They need that interaction. So again, can I turn something into a game? Can I have my students work with a partner? Can I make this classroom safe for discussion? Could I use a Socratic seminar? Easy little shifts we can do for the activities we might already have planned to get our students collaborating and to get them engaged in our learning. Yeah. And what I love so much about this one is it's so simple, right? To just kind Mm -hmm. of shift our thinking a little bit. Like how can I do this one idea or this one concept or this one lesson through collaboration? You know, and I think just coming from that perspective of having that question in the back of our minds as much as possible, like that's what our students really, really need right now is to be able to interact, to engage with each other, to make those connections through collaboration in your classroom. Because if we aren't kind of starting to foster that from the very beginning, we're right. really missing a huge opportunity that our students just really need as humans, you know, forget about like the learning aspect of it. Like, looking at what is it Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Like Mm -hmm. right now we need that human connection, that human touch with other people. And by being able to bring in collaboration by just asking simple questions and just constantly looking through the lens of collaboration, the school year, it's going to make a huge difference for them, you know, easing back into what will hopefully soon be, you know, some sort of semblance of a normal life again, you know? Um, so I love that. So collaboration, super important this year. Um, but then of course we also want to connect with our students. You know, one of the the things that I think we sometimes not skip out on, cause I think we do do this at the beginning of the year. Um, but I think it starts to fall to the wayside a little bit, or like other things become more important. We get stuck a lot in like all the things we have to do that we forget how important it is for students to have that like emotional human connection to us as their teacher, but also to each other in the classroom. Um, and so one of the things that Jessica and I like to do, and we've, we've always done, and maybe a lot of you do this too. And if you're listening, you're like, yeah, I already do that kudos to you. Good job. Pat on the back. And if you don't really start thinking about this, um, and making it just a part of everything that you do. And, and it's really simple. Um, sometimes the simplest things in life are the best, right? The most effective. Yeah. The most effective for sure. And that is a daily greeting with your students. You know, I know in the younger grades, I feel like this happens all the time, but then our students get to middle school and we kind of forget about it or we don't do it, you know? Right. We just got to get to work. Yeah. Just get in and sit down and get to work. And Mm -hmm. what I started doing, you know, gosh, I don't know the last five, six years of my teaching career was every single day I stood at my door to my classroom and I looked at every single child in the face. And I said, good morning, Jessica, with a big Mm -hmm. smile on my face. Um, and I made Jessica say good morning back good morning, to me. Mrs. Mitchell, good morning, yeah. Mrs. Mitchell. Yeah. And as silly as it sounds, you know, I just think about the students who have maybe come from a really tough morning at home, 
you know, or they didn't have anyone even say hi to them that morning. They got ready themselves and came to school themselves. And they maybe haven't had a connection with a single person yet that day for you to be that person, to start their day with a smile, recognize them, make them feel welcome into your classroom and loved by you. Like that adds up so much over time and means more than probably we will ever know as teachers. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's every single day that we want to make that happen for our students and have that connection with them every single morning or every single beginning of the class period. Yeah. It takes a little bit of time, but that little bit of time throughout the school year really adds up in making that student feel seen, feel heard, feel connected to you, you know? And I think there's something that you said there, Caitlin, that's so important, right? When you did the example, you used my name, right? That's huge. There's so many studies about how our name is, you know, central to our identity. It's our favorite sound that we hear. So just imagine a student who doesn't hear their name all day or multiple days. And you are the one person who reaches them that way. That's going to make them walk a little taller, feel a little more special. Mm -hmm. And so we don't know the impact of that, but if we do it every single day, wow, the ripple effects just from using their name. I love that. And one of the other things that this leads into really nicely, you know, one of the things that we always suggest is to use bell ringers to start your class period. Mm-hmm. So that's what my students did. You know, I'd say, good morning, Jessica. And like, you know, smile, they come in, sit down, get their bell ringer out, turn their homework in, whatever. There are certain procedures in my classroom that they did. But then as they all got settled in and were working on their bell ringers, like that's when I'd go around and, you know, get a little bit, make a different connection with a student. Hey, Bobby, how are you doing this morning? You know, I had, you know, you had a baseball game yesterday. How'd it go? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like we're just using that bell ringer time for work. We can use that bell ringer time for those simple connections. Um, And that brings me to just kind of one other point that I wanted to share about this is just being open to sharing a little bit more about yourself so that your students can find like random pieces to connect with you by or connect with you on, um, because that builds, you know, fun relationships with, with our kids in a really easy way. Um, you know, something simple that I always talked about was sports, you know, sports yeah. are an integral part of my life. Um, and I talked about being a basketball player and I used basketball analogies and things like that. I wasn't a theater kid, but I did theater stuff. And so when I did have something that related to, you know, my student who I knew was really into theater, I'd make sure to call that out and talk to Marguerite about that. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Um, so just being intentional with, with how you can connect with your students in really small ways that actually are really meaningful to them, you know, in the overall picture they are. And for us too, I'm just thinking, I, this was years ago now, but, um, when survivor, that show was Mm -hmm. really popular on TV. I had a student that was really into it and I happened to watch it too. So like every Thursday morning, I think it was, she would say, Miss Kanata, did you see survivor last night? And we talk about it and the strategy, you know, it took like 10 seconds, but still to this day, if I watch an episode of survivor, I think of Haley and I think of how much she loved that show. And it's just, it it's special for me. It brings me back to my favorite time in the classroom and those particular students. So I just love finding those connections with. Yeah. Kids. How cool is that? Like even you have a connection yeah. to a former student because of yep. that one thing. I yeah. love it. Yeah. And we just so never special. know what that one thing is going to be right. for one of our, yeah. our, our students that has an impact on their lives. You know, mm-hmm. it's those little moments of connection that we just need to be open to, 
to create space for, um, and to just be aware of and allow into our lives. So, um, simple things that again are really important this school year. So collaboration and connection is really how you're going to start to re-engage your students in their learning in their classroom, because when they feel safe in your classroom, when they like you, they are so much more likely to be involved in what you're doing. You know, how many students have you had Jessica say to you, oh, I used to hate English until you were my teacher. Uh, oh yeah. You I know? mean, that sounds like we're bragging, but it's true. I mean, they did say that stuff. And I think it's all about the climate we create in the classroom through the engagement, through the rigorous activities, but then through our connections with students themselves. Yeah. 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 Um, so I love that. If you take one of those away and you start implementing it this school, you're like, please let us know on Instagram at EB academics, or if you're an EB teacher, let us know in the Facebook group. Um, but especially if you start to do every single day, talking to your students by saying, good morning, Jessica, like it's just a simple, easy thing that you can do that really I'm telling you makes a difference in your students' lives. Um, so with that being said, Thanks for joining us on today's episode next week. As we really get back into like, we know a lot of you are really starting to head back to school. It's one of Jessica's favorite things yes. ever. Do you want I'm to tease it so a little bit? excited? I would love to tease it a little bit. I'm sharing one of my absolute favorite first day of school activities. It was one that literally students would go home and talk to their parents about, and the parents would email me and say like, what are you doing in the classroom? That has my kid so excited. Like, tell me more. So great activity for you to try in your own classroom. Make sure you tune in next week. Awesome. Love it. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And we'll see you next week on the podcast to talk about whatever that activity is that just got up her sleeve. <laughs> Bye you guys. Bye everyone.